again if this is your first time listening to the move swiftly podcast welcome to the show i am 100 1000 2000 percent sure you'll be back for more to all my regular listeners here we go again you guys know how i get down just a week ago you guys heard from coach david cooks and it, this is how things happen you know you listen you're around like-minded people you listen to like-minded people i tell you all the time it's important to really put the right stuff in your head and I heard this guy speak on Coach Cook's podcast and I was blown away with his story, his energy, his sayings, everything. It was just like, yo, I just have to DM. I have to do something. I have to get him on the show. So with all that, Mr. Jordan Montgomery, welcome to the show. Aswan, thanks for having me, man. It's good to be with you. Uh, thank you for inviting me to your show. You have such great energy. Love your vibe. Love all that you're doing. And uh, consider it to be an honor to be with you this morning. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. I, I just, I, we got to, you can just jump right into it, man, because your company, the name of your company is, is Montgomery Companies, your last name and things like that. So you, you are very entrepreneurial with everything that you do. So can you just kind of give a little bit about your background, how, how it started, where, where all of this kind of came from? Yeah. You know, I, I started in a financial services business right out of college. So I'm from a small town and Southeast Iowa, grew up the son of a blue collar worker and a teacher. Um, my dad owned his own painting business. And so growing up, you know, we had just sort of a middle class type life. Um, but my dad was always present at all of my events. Um, he always made our family a priority and he had some autonomy with how he, you know, ran his business and ran his time. And I found that really attractive. And I thought, you know, I want to be like, I want to be like my dad. I want to be present for my family and I want to make sure I can attend my kids' events. And so I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur at a young age, um, not even so much because uh, I, I admired the entrepreneurial work, but I wanted to make family a priority. And, and I knew that I wanted faith and family to be at the center of my life. And so my dad was a great example. Um, I went to college as kind of like a social experiment. I thought, hey, I'll meet some great people, get networked and connected. But when I get out of here, I'm going to start my own business. And uh, when I graduated college from the University of Iowa, I realized I had two problems. I had no money and I had no experience. So um, I, I didn't really know how to start a business and, and I didn't have the resources to do so. So I found a financial services business, uh, which allowed me to be a business for myself, but not by myself. I still had the resources around me, the support around me to get started. Didn't have to invest any of my own money, didn't have to know a lot. And it was really good to me, man. For five years, I, I grew that business. Um, I led a, an organization um, that became one of the top organizations inside of a Fortune 100 company, started doing a lot of speaking and consulting, fell in love with that work, had a fall from grace at 27 that was unbelievably difficult, but ultimately opened doors, not just professionally, but personally. Um, it was in that season that I met my wife, Ashley, 
And uh, we now have three daughters, Audrey, Claire, and Olivia. We run a business together, the Montgomery Companies. And uh, we have 11 partners. We serve uh, several thousand clients. And I get to spend my life, you know, speaking, coaching, and consulting with some incredible leaders and individuals. So that's that's the short story. We live in Tiffin, Iowa. Um, so we're still in the great state of Iowa here in the frozen tundra. As we're recording this, it's, uh, you know, early, what is it? End of January, last day of January. So um, it's cold here, but um, man, we, we love doing what, what we get to do day in and day out. Yeah, you know, I, I love that. I, I want to get to what Montgomery Companies is all about and what you and who you guys try to serve. But I don't want to brush off what you said about your father, because I had a, a very similar father who ran his own business and he attended all of my football games. I mean, he was just everything up, up my, you know what, just constantly asking me questions everywhere. And it, it has an effect because a lot of times, at least I'm speaking for me personally, when you want to be an entrepreneur and you want to do these things, these lows, these, you see the highs on TV because that's what makes it this year, but the lows are yeah. really, really tough. And not even like my own father, could I, I've spent nights sleeping in my car. I've gone bankrupt. I've lost everything because I really didn't think about certain things. So when you mentioned that you, your dad has such a great influence on you and you, what motivated you is to be a good person. And I even felt that in the episode that you did with David Cooks. You know, can you talk a little bit about the lows and how they happen and how they really shape you to become your own man? Because that's what happened for me is like, you know, when I hit rock bottom and lost everything, I was like, you know, I love my dad. But at, at this point, I got to start listening to as one. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, well, and, and this might be for just one or two people listening today as one mm -hmm. they find themselves in a situation that's less than ideal. So if you're listening, maybe you're dealing with some sort of brokenness or you're going through a trial, you're going through a storm. Um, and so I just want to speak directly to that person who's struggling uh, mm -hmm. as they listen to this episode. Um, I often think that, um, you know, your greatest hurt can become your greatest ministry. You know, your, your deepest trial can become your biggest opportunity. And that was the case for me. And, and here's the other thing that I think we underestimate about storms or seasons where we feel broken brokenness is, a, is actually a powerful position. You know, when you're really broken and you're down and out, you're in a position where you're willing to learn. You're willing to ask yourself the tough questions. You're mm -hmm. willing to pray. You're willing to accept uh, the counsel of others. You have a renewed perspective. Um, so there's, there's real power in, in brokenness. And that was the case for me at 27 years old. Um, I was let go of a Fortune 100 firm where I was one of the top leaders and advisors. Uh, you know, didn't do anything malicious or intentional. I was just a little bit casual and careless and mm -hmm. it cost me everything. Um, the story is a, a person on my team took a test, uh, an internal continuing education assessment. I didn't report it. And because of that, uh, I was terminated and let go. My boss at the time said, Hey, I still love you. Still care about you. You didn't do anything intentional or malicious, but when you're casual, you know, uh, a casual spirit creates casualties. And on that day, I was, I was the casualty. So I had to rebuild my life. I was involved in some real estate projects when, when that happened to me, Aswan. And so, you know, I, I eventually stood on the door of bankruptcy. I mean, the bank called the loans because of the change in employment status. Um, I'll save our listeners the details because some of the details are immaterial. But the point is, I went from the proverbial penthouse to the outhouse almost overnight. Literally lost everything. You know, my reputation was damaged. I was ashamed. Um, just extreme embarrassment. My, my situation, my termination was very public. 
Mm-hmm. And I found myself in a broken position, but it was in my brokenness where God did his best work. I uh, really started to pray, started to seek counsel from those that I respected, started to listen to uh, the voice of truth, you know, the, the voice of the Lord, and also uh, just listen to, you know, uh, my parents and some of my really close friends that have been trying to reach me for a long time. Like, hey, man, you got you to gotta slow down. You're going too fast. You're living for the ways of the world, and, and wow. it's not going to serve you long term. And there's that old adage that when you live for their praise, you'll die by their criticism. Mm-hmm. So for me, at 27, all of my identity was wrapped up in my achievement, my success, my status, my bank account. And I learned quickly that that's not what life is all about. So, man, I, I hit reset, uh, met my wife. Um, we have three children. It was in that season that I met my wife. I don't think I would have been ready to be a father and a husband had I not gone through some of the stuff that I went through. You know, God just dealt with some of my pride and my ego. Sometimes he's got to do something in you before he can do something with you. And, uh, and that was the case for me. So if somebody's, somebody's out there hurting, you're broken, you're listening to this, and you're trying to figure out your next step, man, take heart because this is a season where you'll be refined and renewed and restored and, and uh, some beautiful things can happen in the Valley of struggle. Yeah. And you, you actually beat me too. Cause I was gonna, I was gonna ask you about where you pick up these sayings, man. <laughs> you, you live in casually and that leads to a casualty. That was one that really, really hit home. And it's, it's important that we get these things out to young people because a lot of you guys, especially the ones listening in, the, the, the ones that are listening to the show, you think it's okay to have these casual relationships. So you go to work and it's just casual. It becomes very routine. You are setting yourself up for something really, really bad. Uh, I mean, really take apart. If you have to go back and listen to what he just said, he technically didn't do anything wrong. It's just there was a casual, there's a kind of a casual mindset. And because he's the top guy, he had to, somebody had to take the fall. And that's what uh, too often a lot of our leaders, a lot of great leaders lose great people. A lot of companies lose great people because of this casual environment. I mean, I'm big football, big football fan, big football, I played football and all that. And there, there has been a ton of coaches that are in the NFL that said, we don't want this country club atmosphere. I get that they're quasi-millionaires that I'm speaking to, but we do not want a country club atmosphere because it leads to some very horrific things happening to you. And, and with that, Jordan, I really wanted to talk, cause it seems that you, do you coach, did you coach at, was it UCA? Do you coach there too? Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we do work with their football program at UCA. So I'm a, a performance coach and like you, man, I, I love the game of football. So uh, we, we live and breathe it. So how did, how did that get going? Like what was the connection with that? Yeah, one of my uh, top clients, Drew Gaynor, uh, financial advisor and leader in the financial services industry, is good friends with the head coach at UCA, Nathan Brown. Um, mm-hmm. And so I came in to speak to the team. One thing led to another. And uh, we've been on, you know, for three years now working with their football program, mostly on mindset and leadership development. So we spend a lot of time with the players thinking through not just who they want to become as a football player, but who they want to become as a as a friend, as a brother, as a son, and, and eventually as a, as a professional in the real world. So it's been great, man, to stay connected to, uh, to the program and, and to the athletes. Now, this is, is this part of some of the services that Montgomery Companies offers? Yeah, we would fit that inside the bucket of performance coaching. So, you know, we, we do executive coaching, performance coaching, group consulting, individual consulting, and then keynote speaking would kind of be the other bucket. So Really, all of it funnels up to leadership development. We're just trying to help leaders go farther, faster, and play closer to their potential. 
Great, great, great. Well, that's that's kind of where I wanted to go is like if someone was was looking to work with you guys and things like that, what can they expect? You know, if it, if it's a smaller football program like the one you just mentioned, or let's say it's a, a volleyball program, whatever, you know, all of us in sports, we need that leadership. And that's actually a lot of what me and Coach Cooks were talking about because he was, you know, fired from his position. And we won't even get into that, Coach, because if you listen, I didn't mean to kind of poke you there. But, you know, can you talk a little bit about how you're able to fill that gap between uh, athletics and business and and really teaching these young men and young women that professionally it very likely is not going to happen. But at the same time, that that's not, that does not mean you're a failure in life just because you didn't go and play pro, just because you didn't play in college does not make you a failure in life. Can you speak about how you're able to bridge that gap? Yeah, well, first off, I want to give a shout out to my good friend, your good friend, David Cooks. What a what an unbelievable inspiration and a, and a great follow, by the way, if you're looking to, to grow and develop as a leader. David Cooks is just a great guy to stay close to. Check out his podcast. Go follow him on social media. Um, love, love that guy. And he's the reason we got connected. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think this, Aswan, I think there's, you know, and you know this from playing sports and now, you know, leading in the marketplace. Um I think there's so many parallels between sports and business. And at the end of the day, we believe that leadership is influence. You know, John Maxwell says it like this, leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. So if you have influence over others, uh, you're leading, you know, by definition, you're, you're a leader, you know, whether you're influencing five people or 500 people or 5,000 people, uh, if you've got influence, uh, you're a leader and we want to help people steward their influence which means, you know, we're talking about mindset, we're talking about communication, self-awareness, situational awareness, you know, their ability to attract talent, retain talent, build a culture around them. Um, Again, whether you're a financial advisor, a football coach, a real estate agent, or a mortgage lender, whether you're, you know, thinking about your influence in the community or your influence at home, at the end of the day, leadership is influence. And so Mm. we spend a lot of time just helping leaders grow their influence and then manage their influence appropriately. And I think Got in today's it. world, there's a lot of misnomers about what influence looks like. And so we're trying to debunk some of the myths of influence and then help people grow real, abundant, natural, and authentic influence. Now, that, that is a very challenging thing to teach and communicate to people because we are very distracted. We, we live in a world that's extremely distracting with social media and the internet and everyone's landing pages and things like that. And you, you have something that I believe is three powerful questions I saw. Uh, and I think that's a really good way of really drawing people in, because if you can answer three questions and you're able to pull people in, can you, can you share a little bit about what the three powerful questions are all about? Yeah, there's three questions that we challenge our coaching clients to ask each day. And we're asking mm-hmm. these questions each day as a team, as a company, as individuals. The first is, what are you proud of? The second is, what are you grateful for? And the third is, what are you excited about? What are you proud of? What are you grateful for? What are you excited about? And the idea is that we would live with greater optimism and positivity. You know, my good friend, John Gordon says, we're not positive because life is easy. We're positive because life is difficult. And we have a choice mm. every day. We can either speak to ourselves or we can listen to ourselves. And I know if I listen to myself, I'm beat up with the negativity that consumes me, you know, from the inside out, 80,000 thoughts a day, 75% are negative. So if I sit around and ask one all day long thinking or listening to myself, uh, there's a pretty good chance I'm going to be consumed and filled with negativity. Uh, so I'm going to go on, on, 
offense, right? It, I want it's to not only, but yeah, you know, it, it's not only that. I hate to cut you off on that, but that's what sells. You know, that negativity is what sells. We have to literally, I, I was just on the phone with my mother and I have my niece's 13 this year and I was telling her, look, I'm going to be up her, you know what, because that negativity and all that drama and all that gossip, all that kind of stuff is what we're naturally attracted to, to where we have to have like a real fighter's mentality to stay positive and answer those three questions. I, I hate to, I didn't mean to cut you off on that one, but man, when, when people start talking it on this show, I, I get it. I get excited, man. Yeah. Well, there, there's just, there's truth to what you said. And, and we are drawn to negativity. Uh, you know, we were naturally created to, to protect ourselves, you know, from things that, that might hurt us emotionally or physically. And so, you know, because of the way that we're created and because of the way that our mind works, we have to work really hard at being positive, you know, and, mm. and staying positive and speaking positivity. And so I think, you know, those three questions, that, that's just a really simple exercise in helping your mental state to stay optimistic and positive and, and, and to allow yourself to see the world that way, you know, as you move throughout your days. Yeah. And it, it's so important. I, I... I like the the term in terms of fighting to stay positive. It is a fight. It is a fight. Teammates listening in, I get it. You have to really, really fight to stay away from a lot of these things. So, you know, with that, Jordan, I want to be very respectful of your time. And I know you got a lot of appreciate you coming on and all that stuff. But before you go, can you just kind of tell people what's next, what's coming on the pipeline, you know, how they can get in touch with you, all that good stuff. Yeah, I appreciate the question. You know, what's next is uh, is today and, and hopefully tomorrow. So every day is a blessing. You know, we, we know that yesterday's gone. Tomorrow isn't promised, but I'm right here right now and we're having fun and, and we're mm -hmm. just grateful for the work that we get to do. A um, couple projects that we're working on, uh, working on a, a book. So in the very early stages of the book, I don't have much to share yet, Aswan, but that's something I feel like God has called us to. So so putting, putting a book together, we're excited about that. Obviously, we got our podcast, the Montgomery Companies podcast. You can check that out, you know, everywhere you can find podcasts today. And now, how the, um, how'd the podcast get started? Man, it was just a natural function of the work that we do. I had a, a few people say, hey, you should start a podcast. And I was mm -hmm. stubborn at first. And then over time, I listened to them. And now we're, you know, I don't know, we're maybe 50 to 60 episodes deep. So yeah, man, I was actually, I was just listening. I I was listening. To, I think his name is John Ruin. I used to sell Cutco knives, so oh yeah, yeah. And are, <laughs> hey, he's special, man. I, John is a he's a he's a beast. That guy's he's a gem. If you're not following John Ruin, go go follow John. Um, he's got an incredible story. But and I appreciate what you're doing with your podcast, man. I mean, you have such a such a presence, such an energy. You're touching a lot of lives through this work. So so I want to encourage you as well. Um, Absolutely, thank you. Yeah, and, and as far as you know, back to your question. Mm -hmm. We're pretty active on social media, probably most active on Instagram and LinkedIn. Uh, Instagram is Jordan M. Montgomery. So send me a DM. Uh, would love to be helpful, to be supportive to anybody listening. And uh, our website is montgomerycompanies.com. And again, we'd love to learn more about you. If, if you're listening and you want to grow as a leader, uh, let us know how we can help you and serve you. 100%. And all of that will be included in the show notes as well. And Jordan, before I officially close, this is what I do with all my guests. I, I put you back. I, I allow you to use your imagination a little bit. 
I want you to pretend that, you know, you just got let go. You're back to that. You're like rock bottom. You've lost and you are just seeing you're like surrounded by a wall of bricks. Like Eminem says, surrounded by a wall of bricks. <laughs> and I want you to just speak to that person. Just talk that person off the ledge and, and give that person some words of encouragement. And I'll let you get the last word. Man, yeah, that's a powerful question. If I could go back and encourage myself at 27 years old, I would say have faith. Know that God is good. This is temporary and it will refine you, you know, and I think every storm, it, it's either going to define us or refine us. And if we allow the storm to refine us, it will refine us and, and it refined my life. And so um, I think it's same man, stay, stay close to the Lord, uh, stay close to friends and family who care about you. You're going to learn a lot and, and have faith because oftentimes your deepest hurt can become your greatest ministry. And this is going to be used for your good. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Man, we need more. We need more like you, Jordan. All right, fellow teammates, continue to move swiftly. We will talk more soon.